turn with me to uh, Ephesians chapter 6. I want to start out with verses 1 to 3 there. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and you may live long on the earth. Glory to God. You see that the, the word of the Lord has a promise with it all the time. When he tells us what we're to do, obey your parents in the Lord, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, and what will happen? That it may be well with thee, and you may live long on the earth. So it has a promise there. Praise God, and I'm sure all of you always did that for your parents, even before you were born again, you know? I know we were brought up that way. Well, we had to, once you got a... Pong, pong, pong. That's right. Yeah, yeah, years ago, mm, you could correct your children. They don't want you to use anything today. Mm -hmm. In use your hand, right? Glory to God. But this here is so important. Honor, honor. Especially now, this special day, we honor the fathers. This here is uh, speaking about something that this man wrote that he thought was so special. He said that a note was placed on the table next to his keys, where he would find it on the way out of the door. And it said, Dad was written on the folded piece of paper. Before, he said, um, I even picked it up. A spontaneous smile appeared on my face. He knew who it was from. I knew my 22-year-old daughter, Megan, has had a knack since she was little for leaving these little love notes at exactly the right time. You don't hear about that so much in these days, you know, about how attentive the children are. Knowing that I had a particularly busy day ahead, she had written, Have a great day, Dad. I love you. He said, I smiled and took the note with me. Why? He said, this was so important to him. And why it was, she had taken the time to pen the note with paper and ink. Not a text, not an email. A handwritten note of love and encouragement. That meant so much to this dad that she took even that time and did that. 
In the Little Red Book of Wisdom's Revised Edition, Mark DeMoss laments the lost art of letter writing and states, where letter writing is practiced, some letters leave indelible prints on the hearts and souls. These little notes, or even when it's a longer note, can mean so much to others, especially our families, because it's, everybody's always rushing here and there, not taking even the time to smile at our own families, our own children, and the children at the parents. Everything is get them out the door, they gotta go to school, get this out, get that, do this, do that. Not showing in a, just a smile and a touch of how precious each one is to us and they to us, glory to God. There is something incredibly powerful in written words. Perhaps that is why the words write or written are used over 300 times in the written by the way Bible. I never knew there was one. It's called the written by the way Bible. The Ten Commandments were written on stone tablets by the finger of God. Now we know that. After commanding Israel to keep his status, to teach them to their children, to talk about them, to keep them on their hearts, to bind them to their hands, he then said, write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Writing his words down gave them added value. I wonder how many of us take the time to do that. Write a little note, a blessing, especially a blessing to one another of our family members, our children, our mates, glory to God. Someday that could be so valuable to them when they think back. Or that day you could hit right on the note of what is so much and so important to them, especially the children. You know that they face a lot when they go to the schools today. There's a lot going on in the schools that never, never went on. I don't know why they call it educational. There's mostly all other stuff going on, attacks on the children in many, many different ways that we definitely, if you still have children going to school, pray with them before they go to school. Let them know that you cover them with the blood of the Lamb and that they are protected by Jesus Christ. That's so important. And to hear you say it to them, that makes it more, more meaningful so that they would know that they're covered under the Lord's wings. Praise God. Praise God. He said, um, uh, Apostle John expresses in 1 John 5, 13, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. As a way to express our affection and to give honor to Dad, over a hundred two million cards will be given this Father's Day. Can you imagine that? Mm -hmm. Over
over 102 million cards, which is, that's very special. Each one will have a wonderful rhyming poem or a lyric printed inside with too often only a simple signature added to the bottom. This year, try something different. Write your dad a note on the card also. Let it be in your handwriting. Express your heartfelt feelings. It may take some time, but it's a beautiful way to convey your honor to your father. Not that the cards aren't sufficient and aren't beautiful, but that own little handwriting look, kisses for the father would mean so much more than the whole card to have you take that extra minute to put your love on it. When your handwriting, that's what they're saying. You may have been hurt or wounded by your father. A note of forgiveness will build a bridge over the pain and bring healing. That's more important than anything else. If it is at all possible, deliver it to him if you haven't even seen him in person. And it just might turn his father's day around and make him realize that he is loved and that there will be a healing on both sides. Glory to God, glory to God. If your parents are alive, I mean, you've got to stay in touch with them, regardless of hurts. You have to make the move to tell them that the Lord does not want that distance to be between you and them. You've got to do it so that they would realize what love really, really is. That's what the, he's saying here, more or less. Honor, honor. That's how we honor our father and mother, which is the first commandment. And then it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. Makes you question why some people die very young the possibility that they're not following what the Lord said towards their parents. They may be disrespectful. Maybe if they have children, those children follow them and are disrespectful to the grandparents. And the Lord is telling us, if you don't do what he says, you will not have a long life. Not that he means to be mean, but he's saying he made us to love one another as he loves us. Let that love flow, flow, praise God, to our parents especially, glory to God. That's what he is trying to share with us today, especially about now that we're celebrating Father's Day. It's hard when you know people that our fathers and mothers, and on these holidays, they don't see their children. They're alone, and they really feel hurt. They may have done something wrong, but it's up to the children to take the first move and forgive, and let that be restored. Let it be restored. Praise God. Just remember, 
We're all baptized in the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues when you don't know how to pray. And it will come to pass. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The next thing that we'd like to discuss is if you would turn with me to Acts chapter 2. Praise God. Hallelujah. Acts. The book of Acts. Chapter 2. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory to God. This is very pertinent to what's going on in our church today. Hallelujah. Now we know in Acts chapter 2, uh, it tells us about how all the disciples, the 120 who were in the upper room, were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then we know that uh, that uh, when they realized what was going on, it was on that uh, fulfilling a prophecy that I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. That's in verse 18. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, 19, and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of that the Lord come. Hallelujah. And whosoever, and it shall come to pass, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So here we have the promises of the Holy Spirit as they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. But just go with me now to the verses 14 to 21 in Acts chapter 2. Okay. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What means this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. But now verse 14, But Peter Standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said to them, You men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. It just, just bears uh, importance that we repeat it. And it shall come to pass in the last days, say God, I will pour out of my spirit, it's from his spirit, Upon all us, all of us, all our flesh and all of the saved people and your sons and your daughters will prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. We know that many of you are equipped by the Holy Spirit to do this, that you have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And after we pray and we wait, I know some of you are having something to share with us, but there's something that's keeping you back. And we pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will loose those gifts in you to be shared with the congregation. 
the way the Holy Spirit gave them to each and every one of us. Hallelujah. And on my servants, verse 18, Hamming, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs on the earth beneath, blood and fire, and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood. You know, we've been hearing about the blood moon. Before that great and notable day of the Lord come, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. This is a promise from the Holy Spirit that more and more people are going to get saved through each and every one of you who have the Holy Spirit. It's a promise. And we should be seeing that and witnessing this. So that's why now turn to verses 41. To 47 in Acts 2. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Can you imagine 3,000 souls? Hallelujah. They were baptized, and they, that same day, added unto them about 3,000 souls that got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. And notice now what it says in 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostle doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers, that means having communion and prayers, and fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Now they were there, they heard the Holy Spirit, they saw and were baptized by the Holy Spirit. And look at what it says, and signs were done by the apostles. In these days you will be showing signs by the Holy Spirit more than ever. Verse 44, now notice this. And all that believed were together and had all things common. Hmm, how could they have all things common? 45 tells us. They sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, after they had done that, sold all their possessions and goods. And 46 says, And they continued daily with one accord. You see, they were all in one accord with the Holy Spirit and everyone. And breaking bread, communion, from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And what did the Lord do? The Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And how were they saved? They were saved where these 
the disciples were having church in a house. This is what the Lord has done with us, that he's sending us back to the houses. It's scriptural. Look at how the power of the Holy Spirit got even more so while they were there worshiping God and the Holy Spirit. And that's why it says they continued daily, verse 46, with one accord. They were in agreement with each other, right? In the yeah. temple and breaking bread, communion, house to house, from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added daily, hallelujah, hallelujah. This is something that I know we don't want to understand right now, but it is. So we have to do what the Lord is showing us now. Praise God. And we will have the same benefits that we would have favor with all the people. And the Lord will add to the church daily such as should be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's important that we understand, because even in Colossians 4.15, it says, Salute the brethren in Laodicea and the church in their houses. And also 1 Corinthians 16, verse 19, Aquila and Priscilla and the church in their house. It was common thing after they all had received the power of the Holy Spirit, after they were saved, glory to God, that they did meet in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's something that we want all of us to realize. Praise God. And we will have communion now. And we'll do it together. They did it together in the house. Hallelujah. Well, I believe we're in the house. <laughs> the house of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God.